It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard Dennis Stuckey, Brady Beaton, Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Uh, and uh, we'll have a busy Friday show before going out and having a fun Friday night, or at least I think it's going to be a fun Friday night. Um, Hopefully. I could be wrong, but it's been a fun last two nights for us. Well, especially uh, for you. I've, yeah, I've seen some good games. You saw uh, an almost spectacular mm-hmm. win for uh, Marysville basketball. So uh, I think it's been a fun last couple of days. Yeah, yeah, it, it has been. And, uh, well, I'm expecting a good one tonight. Out at Armada, I have the Tigers and Cross Lex in boys basketball, and it's their Relay for Life game. So that'll be a fun game to be a part of. And, Dennis, you will be down in Marine City. I'll be in Marine City. They play center line, and it's not often that I get excited about a Marine City center line boys basketball game. But I actually think this is probably a, a nice matchup, and this will end up being a good game. Hopefully. So. And uh, hopefully the Mariners can get back on track. But we have a lot to talk about. Anything else before we get started? Uh, remind people we do have an archive. You can go back to listen to basically all the games. I think like through our 300-some games, there's like five that aren't on there. 300-some games? We're over 360. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> we might We're get pushing to, 370, I think. We might get to 400 by baseball, and by and you know baseball and softball. You get some of those weekend tournaments. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll be over five, 500 by the end of the school year. Oh, easy. That's what I'm predicting. Easily. That's what I'm predicting. So we'll see how it goes. Anyway, there's Maybe a lot we can of get some more long runs too. That, that helped last year, baseball and softball. Yeah. We, we went all the way to the to the finals with like 15 teams. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So um, anything else we need to let them know? Uh, if you're listening to this, obviously you know where you got it from. But we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. As of the last couple of weeks, so. Think Here that's you go, about using it. those foreign words. I know I'm confusing you. Anyway, um, yeah. So let's talk. Oh, next Wednesday, the Get Stuck on Sports Boys Basketball Draft, but with a twist. We're gonna have three people in here, three teams. Great. So, because he's mad last year that I got all the talent. No, you didn't. So anyway, he, he wants to try to thin the herd out a little bit. And he's also mad that I own the rights to Tyler Jameson. No, you Jameson don't. You made up those rules. Because I drafted him made number one last rules. year. So, obviously, I wouldn't let him go, and I would have signed him to more than a one-year deal. Anyway, just hit the break. <laughs> Tell him where Jake Townsend's going. Oh, yeah, Jake Townsend committed to Northwood. Big congratulations to, to him. Way to go, I'm Jake. I'm glad someone in the D2 ranks finally wised up. So, he'll, he'll do good in the triple option. I think so, too. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, <laughs> slip, <laughs> squeak, or leak, 
Replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. Dura Clean by Bachelor. Magna International would like to thank the Blue Water area for welcoming us into their community. We are excited to put our roots down in this beautiful, growing area. As the largest auto supplier in North America, we are thrilled to call Blue Water area home and look forward to many, many years in this wonderful community. Our brand new facility is located off of Range Road in St. Clair, Michigan. Magna is a proud sponsor of Blue Water area high school athletics. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Dennis and Brady, Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck on Sports podcast. Let's go back to uh, Wednesday uh, where uh, we had a couple of high school hockey games at McMorrin Arena. Marysville, who has been rolling this season, 15-4 and four going into this game. With a win, could have clinched the Mac White championship. However, Utica was being pesky. Uh, and uh, and this ended up being a much better game than I thought. I thought Marysville was going to kill them. They beat them 5-1 to one down in Frazier when they played mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. And I thought, you know, Marysville wants to, to wrap this thing up and, and they're just going to murder these guys. And it just turned into a war. It was chippy. It was mean, um, and it was fun. Um, and, and Utica got a power play goal late in the first period. It was scoreless until there were two minutes to go in the, the first period. The Marysville took a penalty. Utica got a power play goal. Their one nothing lead lasted 17 seconds, and Aiden Minesburg scored to tie the game. So you're 1-1 at the end of one. Second period, Utica scores a goal. Midway through the period to go up two to one, their two to one lead lasted 28 seconds, and Aiden Minesburg scored a goal on the power play for Marysville to tie the game at two to two. Third period, 34 seconds into the third, Noah Lavalley starts at his own end, skates by three guys, and then by the goalie, and scores to make it three to two Marysville. 
Their 3-2 lead lasted 1 minute and 20 seconds, and Utica <laughs> tied the game at 154 of the third, 3-3. Marysville had a 5-on-3 late in the game, under 5 minutes to go. Utica took two penalties on the same play. Two guys went to the box, so for a full two minutes, Marysville was on the 5-on-3. There was 8 seconds left in that 5-on-3. They did everything but score. Utica goalie stood on his head. They hit a crossbar. They did everything but score and take the lead. Eight seconds left in the two penalties, and Utica got another penalty. So the guy goes to the box. Now, his penalty doesn't start until the last, one of the yeah. other penalties. What should have happened in every other league, right? unless you, there's a rule in high school that I don't know about, I think this was a mistake because after eight seconds – Somebody should have come out of the penalty box, and it should have been a five on four. Right? Shouldn't so there was you said there was two penalties at the same time. Yes. Right. So there was two minutes or whatever was on there, and then there was an additional penalty on top of that. So the eight seconds are up on the board. They run out. The two minutes goes up on the board, and it should right. be a five against four. They should have said one of these guys comes out of how the box. De- by the way, how do you determine who comes out? Whoever got the first penalty. Okay. So. Ref puts his arm up for a penalty. Mm-hmm. Play continues. The other ref sees something, puts yeah. his arm up. The first guy that, that had the, the infraction or the foul or whatever you want to call it, that should be the guy that comes out of the box onto the ice to make it a five-on-four. But what they did was they kept both guys in the box until there was a whistle, and then they let both of them out. That's a mistake. I'm, I'm almost 199% sure that that is a mistake. Somebody should have come out of the box. And so as it was, so, and then on the Marysville next... had like an extra 40 seconds of five on three. So if I if I had to take a guess in what should have happened, so one guy should have came out at the next whistle, the, the other, other guy, guy comes out. out yeah. And then the third penalty or the, the third you know, the guy, guy in the box stays two minutes. Yeah. until then. Yeah. All right. So I Makes mean, sense. I, I understand, you know, it gets confusing at times, but – by the way, if I was you can't the- penal you can't penalize a team like the only time that can happen is like sometimes on a five minute major and a guy gets thrown out of the game mm-hmm. a, a team will wait to put a guy in the box to serve the the penalty because they want to have more options on their bench right like you know you, you might be short guys so you want to make sure for. for for four minutes, you've got enough guys to kill penalties and you're fresh, and then with a minute left in the penalty, there's a whistle, you send a guy over to the box. Right. Well, if you don't get a guy over there and the penalty runs out, you can't replace him with somebody off your right. bench. The guy's got to come back on the ice from the penalty box. So in that situation, you have to continue playing shorthanded until there's a whistle. But in this situation, the guys were in the box. Somebody should have returned to the ice. And Marysville got like an extra 30 to 40 seconds a five-on-three time that they shouldn't have gotten, and they just weren't able to uh, to take advantage of it. Uh, again, goaltending was was a big reason why they, the kid's name was Zach Robert. Played out of his mind. Uh, I don't I don't think he plays like that all the time, but he hmm. certainly played like it uh, on uh, Wednesday. Um, and then finally, uh, Utica got kind of a kind of a junky goal in overtime. Um, uh, a kid, love this name, Anthony Alfonsi. <laughs> that uh, is a fun name to say. D- dug the puck out of the, the corner, and then he just kind of uh, – it wasn't a shot. I think it was a pass. He fired it in front, and a kid named Nick Allen was tangled up in, in front of the net with the Marysville defenseman, and it hit him in the skate and went into the net. Clean goal. But right. ugly goal, ugly way to well, end Well, that's what a, happens in a, overtime a great, hockey. That's uh, why yeah. you kind of hold your breath the entirety of overtime. But it, it was a really fun game. And the only bad part about it was that Marysville didn't mm-hmm. find the way to win, right? Um, and 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 keep their hot streak going and clinch the Mac White. They will win the Mac White. Um, Utica's the closest team to them, and they don't get to play them anymore. Uh, Utica's thirteen and six after winning that game, right? I think in the league though, they might both be four and one. If I am reading this right on the MI on the Michigan, yeah. See, I I can't ever I can't ever trust that either. 
It's not the MHSA, but the, yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. But I, everybody's confused and because it also has Utica Ford or Utica Unified listed as 13 and six, and the MHSA has them as seven, six and, and, six. Seven, yeah, well, seven and six. six now. So I have no idea. Uh, if Marysville, just tell us if what the the max standings are because we need some un- uniformity here with. With yeah, Max standings. So, so a- anyways, it, it was a great hockey game, but I, you know the the finish was was disappointing. But Aiden Minesburg had two goals and an assist. Noel Lavalley had a goal and an assist for uh, Marysville, um, and the PA didn't work for the first game. Really, for the first like game and a half, the PA didn't work, and then they finally got it going during the second game. The only thing that worked. Um, was the scoreboard, and even that, they had to unplug it and replug it in to get it going. Uh, and, the one and from the palace. The, the national anthem worked. <laughs> but nothing else. But nothing else worked. Like, they were trying to make announcements, and it just wasn't working. Hmm. So, didn't get shots on goal, which I would have liked to have known how many saves Robert made. Right. Um, and actually, Tyler McKinney was pretty good, too. I would have liked to know known how many shots he faced. Nightcap game, Port Huron Northern. Gross Point North. Um, Gross Point North's not good. No, they are now. They are now us for not looking at this before. But yeah, they're really not. They're, good. they're they're zero and nineteen after the Huskies beat them six to one. But um, and that was like a decent showing for Gross Point North too. Yeah, uh, but Northern is, is like it's it's like we talked about with the basketball team when they beat Anchor Bay. It's like a confidence thing. Mm-hmm. You, you, good things happen. Which you I s- think we were pretty right on that when we get to their boys' scores. Yes. You, you, you see pucks going in the net when you have struggled to score goals all season long, and now you have 14 goals in your last three games because they went up to the Sioux for the weekend and beat, what, Traverse City West and the, and S- the Sioux 4-2 to two and 4-2, to two, and then you come home and you get a 6-1 to one win over Gross Point uh, Now, North. granted, yes, they're not playing the top five teams uh, in I mean, the, the state. The, night the in two night teams night. that but, they but played up in the Sioux aren't, like, as bad as No, they're Gross not. Point. And, and generally, Gross Point North. Traverse City West is a winning hockey team. Yeah. And the Sioux, I mean, you just traveled a long way to play the Sioux. They're about 500. And, it, and it's their place. And if they play where I think they play, it's a pinball machine. Like the, the, the most liveliest boards in the universe. The, 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 the puck bounces around in, the, in that place. It's crazy. Uh, and, then, and then you, you know, Gross Point North generally has a good program. It looks to me like they're just short on kids right now. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they're kind of like uh, where Port here and Unified it was a couple of years ago where, where they don't have a, a big bench. Uh, but anyways, Tim Monahan had a couple of goals. Jeremiah McHugh a goal, Josh Simpson a goal, Jack Bringard is red hot, four goals in his last three games, uh, and Matt Graham uh, had a, a goal for Northern. So a lot of kids putting the puck into the back of the net, it's a good feeling, and hopefully that carries over for them because we're coming down the stretch now, Brady, and we're going to be talking playoffs here pretty soon. Yeah. Like we're a month away from all of that. Yes, yes, we are. And again, I think Northern has a favorable regional draw, but instead of Brother Rice being the big hurdle, it's Catholic Central. And I think maybe one of the reasons for moving up to Division One instead of like having two or three hurdles, you have just one giant one. Like if you can <laughs> beat Catholic Central, you might make it to that last game before you face another giant because a lot of the really, really good D1 teams are kind of on the west side with Rockford and teams like that. But uh, good good game for uh, Northern uh, and a fun game, Marysville-Utica, even though Marysville didn't come out with the, uh, the win. But uh, it was a good night of hockey at McMorrin. Uh, and, oh, by the way, I'm all for the first game being at uh, 415. 4-15. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love doing a doubleheader and, and getting home by 830. <laughs> yeah. Well, instead of doing the doubleheader and getting home after 11. Seemed like it was a theme on Wednesday. Uh, Do you want to go into basketball right now? Yeah, let's go right into it. Um, It seems like it was a theme on Wednesday for Marysville teams coming up just short. It is no secret that the Marysville boys basketball team has struggled this year, um, but 
They lost a lot. They have a lot of young players. And Wednesday was the best game they've played this season. And I know I haven't seen it all, but I think everyone would say that it was the best game they played this year. Lakeview came into town, and I think they kind of took them lightly because they beat them by 38 down at their place. Come out first quarter, bang, 20-14 to 14 Marysville. And it was like, oh, oh, Marysville's coming to play. Hitting threes. Cole Bowman was uh, doing well uh, shooting, at least at the beginning. What he was doing that he hadn't done in a lot of games. Sometimes he gets a little trigger happy from downtown. He was being very selective with his shots, and they were really good ones. It came naturally in the offense, and he was getting those natural shots, and it was wide open for the three. Uh, and then at the half, it was still 30-29. to 29. They slowed down a little bit, but... Still had the lead at the half. They're playing well. You know what they weren't doing? Turning the ball over. Those unforced errors that made that PH game tough to tough to stomach, they didn't do here. And Lakeview was coming with the press. They beat it. You could tell they had a lot of energy. Because that's the one thing we've said about them, Dennis, from the first time we saw them. You will not question their energy or effort. Yeah, no, they've got great work ethic. Um, they're enthusiastic. Well, they're young. They're enthusiastic, yeah. uh, you know. Sometimes, to a fault. <laughs> so, sometimes being young works in your favor because you just don't know any better. Yeah, they're just. You just don't know the other team's better than you and they're supposed to beat you by and, 38. Yeah, and they came out. They're like, well, we just keep rolling, keep fighting. And they, they won the third quarter, 14 to 13. End of the game. It was back and forth. Marysville's season high for points before this game was 50, and they were at 44 after three quarters. Getting, I might have seen the 50. That might have that, been against Clintondale. No, that was against Yale. Yale? Okay. Yeah, that was against Yale um, in their opener. So down the stretch, forgive me if I, if I forget this. It's been a couple days and I saw a basketball game in between. But it, I believe Marysville was down one. Ball gets moved around this under a minute ago. Colin Sherrard nails a three. Huge three. His Fourth of the game. He had a really nice performance. Goes down the other end. Emilio De La Cruz for Lakeview. Throws it up. Bang. Love and that you're just like, oh, yeah, that's a fun <laughs> name to say. And it's just like, wow, they answered. Marysville, I believe, got the lead back. And then Lakeview up one. Marysville up one. Lakeview has the ball. They had a lapse at the worst possible time. Kid open in the corner, no one within 20 feet of them. Throws up the shot, misses, gets his own rebound. He's fouled Noah Fakori and hits both. Marysville on the other end, throws it out of bounds, an unforced turnover. Lakeview hits the two three-pointers they got an okay look I guess I mean they were at this point they were shooting free throws to go up uh, two and three and they were already face guarding Cole Bowman like before the shot was even off so they got the shot off Tyler Simpson got the rebound and all he had time to do was put it up there wasn't a foul so he hit a buzzer beater technically and 64-63 is the final but Marysville really really fought it's actually the second time this year that they tied the school record for three-pointers in a game and lost. Wow. They hit 12 three-pointers in the game, and it was a heck of an effort. Cole Bowman finished with 19. Colin Sherrard had 16. Uh, Sherrard hit four threes. Bowman hit five. Teddy Posios hit a three. Tyler Simpson hit a three, and Cole Haran hit a three. Tyler Simpson also ended the night with 10 points as well. It was the best effort, and it's good to talk about a confidence boost. You can look on film and go, we didn't do it. I mean, yes, you shot well, but you didn't have to do anything extraordinary. A lot of those threes came within the offense, moved the ball around, Found the open man, made the extra pass, bang, hit a three. And yeah. that and you played with a team you lost to by 38 last time, and you had a chance to win. I've seen, not just Marysville, but I've seen several teams this year lose big, and at the end of the night you're going, 
man, if they would have just made some of those open shots, they were getting open shots and good looks all night long. If they just made a few of those, right. this would have been an interesting game. Uh, it's been a weird year, like, and we've talked about this on – Ten podcasts at least about shots that go halfway down and pop back out this year. It's 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 a pandemic, <laughs> uh, and and this is a night where obviously the shots are going down. Yeah, uh, and and that makes a big difference. And that's why some teams don't really want to play them come district time. Yeah, because they do. The like Bowman is is that guy that you catch him on a night when. He's feeling But, it. again, Colin Sherrard had and, 16 points. Yeah. That's a sophomore for him. So It's a really nice performance. Nice performances. How, how about this one? St. Clair and Warren Woods Tower went to overtime on Wednesday, and the Saints get a big 49-48 win in an important league game. Yes. Um, and, and they get uh, two f- free throws with three seconds left in the OT from Luke Ellis to seal the victory. Uh, that's not easy, folks. No, to step it is up not. to the line in that situation, and you, you need both of them. Mm-hmm. One's to tie and one's to take the lead. And you hit them both. Yeah. yeah, that's big time. And what this does is they still need help because they have two losses and South Lake has none. But it keeps them within a reach. If South Lake slips up, they have an opportunity to maybe split a gold title. Yeah. Which, again, well, yeah, from last it, year to this year, just like their football, huge improvement. Yeah, it, it breaks a second-place tie, and now they're the one team chasing the team at the top instead of Tower being the team chasing the team at the top. Uh, 15 for Cam Bleasdale, 14 for Eli Lohr, and Ellis finished with uh, 12 points in the win for St. Clair. All right, Brady showed me the video. All right, this is I, – I have never seen <laughs> – Maybe, like, you don't see this in really any sport outside or any basketball outside of, like, last-second situations like with Cole Bowman, like I talked about. From the opening tip, uh, there's a video out there on Twitter. I do want to say I saw this off of um, uh, Julian Tyler's Twitter. He had a video of this, of Tyler Jamison being – Double teamed off the ball from the start of the game. And no, I'm not exaggerating. I showed Dennis this video. They were essentially, and it wasn't a triangle and two where you play man to man on two guys. No, they were playing, you know, I don't know if you ever heard of the shell drill where you have one less defender and it forces you to like rotate mm-hmm. quicker and. Yeah, they were doing that four-on-three on everyone else for Northern, and they had two guys dedicated to Tyler Jamison. He had one on and each it, hip, and it, just walking along with And him. it didn't work. <laughs> Northern, 60. Frazier, 51. Tyler Jamison, double-double, 27-10. and 10. But you want to double Tyler Jamison, and the confidence is boosted? Luke Maher, 18 points Five threes. He had knocked down four threes against Anchor. I told you that Anchor Bay game is a feel-good game. Other guys did good things. Maher stroked down four threes. It comes back against Frazier, knocks down five. Gets yeah. 18 points. Jacob Clark, I think that he had seven against Anchor Bay. He comes back with seven big points against Frazier. And my point was everybody thinks, oh, well, they stopped Jameson. No, they didn't. Yeah. They did not. You, you, he you scored twenty-seven points. People being double like again. If I, I, I can put the, I'll retweet the video on our Twitter to go find it at, at uh, g underscore stuck on sports, so you can see this. It was the I've never seen a high school basketball player get straight up double teamed all the time, and they say screw it, we'll figure out what to do with the other four guys, and and, and again. 20, we say, oh, Jameson had 27, and everybody goes, oh, only 27. And we all act disappointed. If you score 27 points a game in high school with 10 rebounds a game in high school, you're Mr. Basketball. Yeah. I mean, I get it. He, he's been over 40 several times this year. He had the 59-point game. 
Don't get disappointed about 27 <laughs> points. That's a lot of points. And if Luke Maher is going to be hitting down threes like that and forcing you to, I mean, are you going to commit a guy specifically to him now so you're d dedicating three defenders? Listen, we talked about the strategy to stop Tyler Jamison. Apparently just sticking two guys on here because that is a strategy of I don't care if we lose, if someone else beats us, but it's not going to be him, and he still did it. That's ridiculous. So, By the way, 20, 27 a game is 540 points in 20 games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he's probably like, averaging more than that. Yeah, he's averaging so more that's, than that. So um, that's a big win. Northern still undefeated in the blue. They're 7-3, Dennis, and I think we really have to start considering Northern as maybe one of the top teams in our area. Well, I know they're, they're in our poll. I had them higher than they ended up uh, this week, but uh, that's okay. We'll revote. We'll yes. revote over that's the weekend. That's why we do it every every week. Uh, they have a big one um, where they they are at Utica. The, Utica's three and eight. That's a game they should win. But hey, go on the road and do it again. You're going. You're road warriors right yeah, now. Yeah, they've got. That's the other thing is the second half. They're on the road for everything. And while they do have a showdown, I believe next Tuesday against Lakeshore. That should be a uh, fun one. One yeah, other, I want to see how they – because Lakeshore's got talent, so right. I want to see how they decide to play against Tyler Jameson. Right. Do um, they want to try to have their top guys trade baskets with him, or are they going to lock down and try to play Ferndale ball? Because <laughs> I'm starting um, to think maybe that's the way you play, Northern. Just don't let him touch the ball. Yeah. Do anything just, you can. Just do anything you can so that he gets the fewest numbers of possessions – that he can get. Again, there's no there's no good strategy. It's what's what's going to cause the least amount of damage. Yeah. Um, Port here on high beat Clintondale 61-35 on the road. Dominant performance. Connor Rosenau, 11 points. Deontay Foy, 9. Nate Oriel, 8. Devin McCall, 6 points, 10 boards. Uh, and that's twice this year PH just ripped Clintondale. Yeah. Molly whopped. <laughs> Molly whopped. As they it, say. It, it, is that a word? I think so. I uh, think so. Uh, by the way, Marysville's at Clintondale tonight. You you hope the Vikings can get that road on the way or the win on the road. Yeah, good lord. Um, and then Port Huron at Sterling Heights. Expect the Big Reds to win. Sterling Heights 0 and 11. Yeah, go go get them. One uh, boys basketball from last night. I'm throwing it in there. Uh, Brady's favorite <laughs> uh, landmark beat Flint School for the Deaf 82 to 16. Um, and uh, there was lots of girls' activity, and that's what we're going to talk about uh, in our uh, next uh, segment. Um, and uh, I saw a really good rivalry game last night, so I'm sure that we'll uh, spend a, a few minutes talking about that next. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. 
feel more confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our game. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Looking for a new career? Magna International could be the place for you. Located in St. Clair off Range Road, Magna was named one of Forbes 2020 World's Best Employers. Magna is currently hiring a multitude of positions and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start $17 and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com forward slash careers. Again, magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, so if you haven't been paying attention, the Mac Gold in girls uh, basketball is Marysville, Marine City, and St. Clair. Marysville went in last night five and zero in league, and they went on the road to Roseville and pummeled them by thirty points, sixty-two to thirty. Marysville wins to the surprise of no one. Yeah, so the, the, w- they stay undefeated, which make made the the Marine City St. Clair game. Even, I think, more important to both teams. For me, for St. Clair, it was a must-win game. Oh, yeah. Because they'd already lost to Marysville and Marine City the first time around. And if you lose this game, now you're 0-2 against Marine City. You'd still need help, but and you have a chance. You've got to go to Marysville yep. when you play them the second time. So I, I felt like they had to win this basketball game. And if you're Marine City... It's like you don't want to be two games back of Marion. You know Marysville's winning tonight. You don't want to be two games back. You want to stay within reach of them because you do get them another time. Mm-hmm. So I, I just felt like it was a big – and then you just throw in the fact that it's a rivalry. You throw in the fact that the first time around it was an overtime game that saw a great comeback from St. Clair fall a little bit short in, in the OT. So right from the get-go – 
There was energy. There was angst. There was hatred. There was <laughs> meanness. Um, there were coaches on edge and officials on the run. So, <laughs> so like you know how I said my game Monday fell a little flat. Yours did not. Yours started off in fourth gear. Not at all. The, and, and I and, and I don't. Maybe it was nerves because it was a slow start. Like it, it took. I think we were three minutes, three and a half minutes into the game. Um, before Sky Gottler knocked down a three, and those were the first points of the game. And then Marine City scored the next 11 points, and you're like, okay, here, here we go. The, the Mariners have decided they're winning tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then all of a sudden, St. Clair got it going, and it was, it was a tight ball game. At the half, it's 20-17. to 17. Going into the fourth, it's 30-28. to 28. Uh, and it was 38-36 in the final seconds of the uh, the game, uh, and and the Saints had had a chance. They they fouled. It was a one and one. You got the miss on the first free throw. Mm-hmm. They didn't get the rebound. Chloe Austin got the rebound, and uh, to Marine City's credit, they knocked down the the free throws. Uh, Jocelyn Dietland stood at the line and knocked down two clutch free throws to put that game uh, away. Uh, and uh, you, you had a 40-36 to 36 Marine City win. Lots of fouls, lots of contributions both ways, uh, lots of – like I said, it, it was uh, arguing, so, kicking so and scratching. You had both my, student sections diagonal from each other, shouting, yelling, and, and screaming. Oh, and every it was, call. It was just a lot of the, fun. The funniest For thing. me. So – Like if you ask uh, – Jeff Austin or Darren Petrikowski, if they enjoyed the game last night, maybe this morning they do, <laughs> but they didn't last night. <laughs> so my game started at 6. We'll talk about that in a bit. Um, I was at Algonac, so, and they didn't have a JV game before, so I started right at 6, and I got done by like 7.30. I'm off the air, and your game didn't start till about, what, 7.15? 7.15, yeah. So I missed like the first six minutes of the basketball game. I get in my car, I'm driving. And those are probably the worst six minutes of the game. Right. And at the end of the half, you're like, there's Darren Petrikowski's not happy with the call. <laughs> Jeff Austin's not happy with the call. They're both barking at the same <laughs> official. And I just... The Darren, image- Darren's at the end of the bench and the official's down on, on the baseline right. and he is he is in this guy's face. And Jeff is out at midcourt. Yeah. He's like near the tip off circle because he wants to get his two cents in. And the because <laughs> it was like they, they thought there was a missed foul on Marine City, and then on the subsequent re- rebound, they thought there was a missed foul yeah. for St. Clair. There, there and were a the lot of image, contact, and the guy just wanted it to be halftime, I think. The, <laughs> the image of two coaches yelling at the same official <laughs> at the same time made me laugh in my car. Yeah. Uh, Jocelyn Dietland, 12 points. Jade Blanchard finished with uh, nine. Isabella Volkman had uh, seven. I don't know how many rebounds Chloe Austin had last night. She finished with six points. She had to have 15 rebounds, and 10 of them had to come in the third quarter. Yeah. I mean, that's a nice, what, 40-36 win was yeah. the final. Yes. Uh, Sky Gottler, n- nine City. points. She had a good game offensively. Um, Ashlyn's, I thought Ashlyn Zimmer played sensational. That's the best I've seen her play. Seven points, and she was just active, uh, involved. Said her name a lot last night. Um, would have liked to seen St. Clair get Audrey Schindler the ball more because I don't think, like, I think that's a bad matchup for Marine City. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, I like Dietland and, and Blanchard and Austin, but I, I just think if you get Schindler in the post, they can't stop her, and she only had six points. But the three baskets she made, she makes it look so easy. I know. Um, I think because Marysville did the same thing. They made it really hard to get it in the post, but when it got to her, whether by a tip pass or a missed shot, her putbacks are like, oh, why don't they get it to her more? Well, because the game plan are is. Because denying it. Like, Marine yeah, City did like a good saying, job denying it. Like, you think, oh, it's just easy. Throw it in the post. No, they know that too, and they're getting rid of it, so. Yeah, Marine City forty to thirty six over St. Clair. Uh, that was a nice win. Um, real, real good game, and I thought everybody left it out, out on on the floor. Everybody showed up right. on both sides, 
and they, they left it out there. Just real quick, a couple of other max scores before we get into your BWAC games. Uh, New Haven beat Lincoln 40-8, to and Lance Cruz oh, North beat uh, Anchor Bay 52 52- to 27. So yeah, there was the no, BWAC was busy last Yeah, there night. was no PH or PHN. They were supposed to play each other. That was a game that was – they used the Weimar tournament as the the conference game. Mm-hmm. So they didn't – they were off last night. I got to go down to the Swamp in Algonac to watch MLA City and Algonac play in girls basketball. And Algonac got off to a good start. End of the first quarter, D DeLang hits a easy layup – to make it 11-9 to Algonac at the end of the first, and you go, for a second, you go, oh, but in the back of my head, I also knew MLA City has another gear. They're going to kick it on because Algonac did do a good job breaking the press, but some turnovers, and MLA City missed some open shots, and then, yeah, 25-15 at half, 43-21 at the end of the third, 45-31 final. MLA City did does what they do. 22 points from Mary Langeman, uh, 9 points from Dakota Deal, 8 from Lexa Forty. Uh, Ella Stevenson led Algonac with 11. Algonac has some talent, but M- you could just tell. For them to pull off the upset, I didn't know if they could replicate the first quarter three more times. Because their defense was solid, but... Algonac just ended up getting too many easy buckets. One thing Mary Langeman's really good at, and I don't think we give her credit for that, is when she's off the ball, she seems to find the soft spot in the defense. She seems to get open. That makes it really easy for her teammates to get her the basketball. Because of her 22 points, it seemed like 10 or 12 were just in close, no one around her easy layup. The the other thing, and, and uh, obviously on a layup, she has one of the quickest releases. She does. Brady. Like when they set her up for a three, she doesn't stand there and size it up. It, she catches the ball and shoots it. And there's some people that have a release. They like bring it back, lift it up. And it's like she's it's like ready. You, it's like you can describe every part of the shot because you have time. Where with Mary Langman, it's like pass over Langman. Oh, it's already in the. Yeah, hoop. she is. She is. Uh, the, I, I guess the term is a catch and shoot. She's ready. When the ball comes, she's already ready to shoot it. Yes. And she gets rid of it she faster does, than she hit, uh, anybody in the area. She hit two threes for the Spartans. And, yeah, she does a good job distributing it. Uh, Dakota Deal actually played a really nice game. It's probably the best game I've seen Deal play this year. So that's if, if, if they get another piece going. <laughs> yeah, because that's all they out. need. But because I think, yeah, they. I thought uh, the game that I saw them against Elmont, I thought Livingston and Evans played really well. Yeah. Algonac plays hard. Uh, Stevenson does, like, she handles the ball as best she can, but you have Mary Langman on you. That's going to be tough to get around. I like the way uh, the effort and the way Kathleen Green and even Danielle Rowland, she came off the bench. She fought hard for rebounds, but. I liked her against Marine City, and she only played the one half. Yeah, and it just wasn't quite enough. Scoring has been the issue for Algonac, but I definitely see how they can beat some teams that maybe they aren't ex- that aren't expecting Algonac to put up as much of a fight. Because for a quarter, it was like Algonac's going blow for blow with MLA City, but um, Armada beat Richmond forty-eight thirty-eight. You expect that. Mm-hmm. Um, the other two games in the, the the BWAC last night for the girls were close ball games. Yes. Yale beat Elmont 30 to uh, 26. Yes. Um, ha- quick have some stats for you there. It looks like Grace Johnson led uh, Algonac with seven points. Brandy Zimmer and Grace Koenig and Ava Panderin each had five for the Raiders. And uh, and North Branch beat uh, Croslex. This this was in North Branch because they yes. played in Croslex the, f- the first time, and North Branch handled them at Croslex. The, the Lady Pioneers have picked it up a little bit. 31-25, North Branch wins it. They needed 20 from Bailey Gormley and 10 from Natasha Bickle, who's a good player. Uh, and Riley Robertson scored 11 in that one for uh, Croslex. Uh, as, uh, they've been very competitive. Of course, uh, up at uh, Aldemont Tech, uh, Sandusky beats Memphis. Aldemont Tech. Six, that one 20. took a second. <laughs> just, seeing, just seeing if you're awake. Oh, uh, I was looking on something on my computer. 
Aldamat Tech. 60 to 20. Uh, if they ever change their name, they'll just be the Sandusky <laughs> Demots. <laughs> Emmy Bender, 10 points. Brooke Jansen, 10 points. Morgan Teague, 10 points. Jenna Steeb, 8 points with 10 rebounds. And and I'm leaving some girls out. They had girls with 7 points and 6 steals and 4 blocks. And I, I they're just – everybody contributes. Everybody does And I something. know that people say, well, Sandusky's played – they're what thirteen and zero now. Yep, I gotta start giving them a little more respect. The only problem is, is that all the teams ahead of them are also really good. So yeah, um, we had uh, some some good performances last night up in the Thumb. Harbor Beach beats Marlette forty seven twenty four. Paige Anderson scores twenty for Beach in that game. Uh, Holly Hartwell had nine points. She was Marlette's uh, top scorer. Kingston beat Ubley. 46 to uh, 21. Uh, I just I wanted to say this name. Kingston was led by Delaney St. George with 20 points. <laughs> That's a fun name. That yeah, is a fun name. Uh, Kylie Marr had six for uh, Ubley. CPS beat Dryden 37-34, and Mayville beat Peck 38 to uh, 22. Looked, tried. Don't know if they didn't play the game, but K-Pack Brown City couldn't find a score. By the way, I think I found maybe my favorite name. She plays for Roseville. I don't think I told you. Uh, I think it's number 10 for Roseville, Diamond Iverson. Yeah, you, you sent you sent that text to that me. Was, that's my <laughs> favorite basketball. Diamond Iverson? Diamond Iverson is a, is a grade A basketball name. Well, um, uh, this week at least it's Delaney St. George for me. Uh, and, I mean, but, I had Emilio De La Cruz, but uh, all, all time Coach Shakespeare at Fitz for football <laughs> is the man. Coach Shakespeare, <laughs> <laughs> he is the man. Maybe we should go through our old books and have an all name team. <laughs> there was we one, could have some fun. Do you remember the one name I sent you um, a few weeks ago? I think they were playing against Northern, and I didn't know how to say the name without getting us. In trouble? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not – yeah. It yeah. was a tough one. Well, uh, the the hockey – the two hockey games, Utica has got some doodle whoppers, and Gross Point North had had some, some Greek names that were interesting. <laughs> yeah, I, the Green Hills <laughs> game I had was, was also uh, rough, but I think it's due to take a break, so – yeah, uh, let's do that, and then well, we still have one more segment, don't we? We do have one. We'll more talk segment. about the games tonight. And maybe we'll have a little more fun. Who knows? All right. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series Shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark Shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark Shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. 
Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, Overhead Doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior, and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref! That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. And you're back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady. A uh, bit of fun show so far, so how are you going to ruin it? I don't know. <laughs> well, let's talk about the games we have tonight and just let me know if any of these stick out, tickle your fancy, whatever you may. So it's the 28th. Let me scroll down to the 28th. All right. Girls, Emily City playing again at Ypsilanti Arbor. Interesting. I don't know much about that school. I'll, I'll try to look it up. Um, but, yeah. You, you know that they're probably on the schedule because that's a, a preparation game. Yes. Because that's a let's see where we're at. Right. Because Gauge how good we actually are. I mean, playing teams that they know they're going to beat by 35 doesn't do them any good it really doesn't um all right so ipsy arbor prep academy i believe is the Easy for full you to say. name right um yep yeah ypsilanti arbor prep they are 10 and 0 on the season wow here are their scores 68 16 over ann arbor here on 72 32 over riverview 67-41 in the Best of Michigan Holiday Classic over Wayne Memorial. 72-55 over Plymouth Christian. 75-45 over Frankenmuth. 68-49 over Lowell. 63-48 over South Lion East. 54-51 against Redford Westfield Prep. 65-20 Allen Park Intercity Baptist. And the last time out, they beat Clarkston. 51 to 40. There are a lot of 60s and 70s in there. That's a lot of scoring for a girls basketball if team. If MLA City knocks off this team, yeah, that's a legit win. Uh, Waterford, Our Lady of the Lakes is at Mooney, and Burton Moore is at uh, Merritt. 
That is all for girls. Uh, Swan Valley at Thumb Legion, Marysville at Rochester Adams, and hockey, and a whole lot of boys games. Yeah, start busy tonight. Uh, stop me if you hear one that, again, get, piques your interest. Port Huron at Sterling Heights. Big Nor- Reds win. Northern at Utica. Does Utica go with the uh, screw it, we'll play four on three everywhere else and double team Jameson? Uh, they, they might just decide to triple team him and leave two guys open. <laughs> I, again, Everybody, you, you've tried everything else. Again, I've told you my strategy. It's not the best. I'm just packing the arc and saying if he can hit threes, go ahead. Um, nobody, and that, that's the one thing that nobody's really tried yet. That we've seen nobody said, "Hey, stand outside." We know he can do it too. That's the thing. But, but I'm stand taking, outside the arc and beat us with three. But I'm taking my chances coming out contesting a three late. That maybe he's cold and. Tries to well, get yeah, the three goal. I, I, Again, yeah, it's I, playing the percentages. They're all low percentage chances. Well, well, even him. like what, what's what's a big night shooting threes? Like thirty percent is almost unheard of. Ah, unless four, you're no, Steph No, forty percent. Thirty percent is about. So, where anyways, you want to be. okay. So let's just say forty percent. So he knocks down four out of every ten. Right. If he gets inside to the basket, he's scoring eighty percent, ninety percent of the time. Yeah, he's scoring nine out of ten. And the one time that he misses, he gets the offensive rebound and sticks it back anyways. <laughs> yeah. Um, Marysville at Clintondale. St. Clair at Lance Cruz. Let's talk about this one for a minute. Yeah. Because um, we know Lance Cruz has Karan Williams. I think he had 30 against them the first time when they matched up. Lance Cruz doesn't have the best record. They are – oh, that's girls basketball. Hold on one second. Let me switch back to boys. Um, Lance Cruz is sitting at 5-6 and six overall, 3-3 three and three in league. You're down there. Again, you need someone to knock off South Lake. South Lake's at Warren Woods Tower. You're hoping you can get a little help from one of your colleagues in the league. Beat Lance Cruz on the road and put yourself in a chance to set up a huge South Lake game next week. Yeah. Um, so go on the road, do that. How would uh, you do that? So you, you got a guy that scored 30 on you. Would you give him the Jameson treatment? Mm, he's really good, but, I mean, you can also go with, hey, we'll let him get his 30, 35. No one else is going to score. So, cool. You score 45 as a team, but he gets 35. I'm trusting we can get to 50, 55. Um, because again, I haven't seen him since last year and you know how much a player can grow from his sophomore to junior yeah. year, but I don't, mm, I don't want to, is he a big or is he a he's, guard? He's a guard, but he's tall. Okay. He, he's, he's large. So that's uh that's a challenge maybe yes. for Eli Lore. Yes. That could match him in, in length. You're hoping. Yeah. Uh, you're at center line at Marine city, so. which I think is going to be a good match. I know people don't get excited in boys basketball when they hear those two schools. Centerline's second in the bronze. Yeah, but I, I just think this is They're a, five a good and matchup. One. I think this is going to be a good game. Yeah, I think so too. Um, let's keep going here. Uh, you have Gross Point North at New Haven. You have Cross Lex at Armada. Let's talk about that one. Uh, Armada dropped one earlier in the week to Yale. That was a tough loss for the Tigers takes them out of any hope to win a league title. But, hey, you have a conference foe coming. Again, we can go over the ridiculous numbers for Croslex. It's your Relay for Life game. Hopefully the gym's going to be packed. Friday night game at home. Let's see what they come with. Again, Noonkester's been out, and I don't know if the one Chapman is going to play. But if he does, that helps him because that gives him a bigger presence inside. Well, uh, here's here's your problem if you're Armada is you're staring down the barrel of three straight losses. Yes. Uh, because you, you lost the end of last week, the Richmond game, and then Yale uh, bites you, and now you got to play Crosslex. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Right. Yeah, talk about it. And this a is a good stretch. Armada team. Yeah, they, are t- they, they were receiving votes in our, in our boys' basketball poll, like, this is a well-respected team. Um, yeah, you were six and three before the Richmond, or six and two before the Richmond game. Yeah, you're staring at dropping to six and five, and Croslex, they're Croslex. Yeah, they're they're on top until they're not anymore. 
Richmond at Algonac. That's a game that the Blue Devils are going to hope to get right with. Yeah. Algonac's been struggling, um, so the, expecting Richmond to bounce back. North Branch at Yale, MLA City at Almont. That one could be a, a, a sneakily good game. Yeah, Emily City at Elmont is an interesting matchup. Um, again, just happy that North Branch is playing basketball. And that's a chance for Yale. I mean, I don't want to give them. Elmont. No, no, no I, North the, Branch. The, the, the Yale North, yeah. North Branch game. Uh, I don't want to just give it. You got to show up and play. And, and you know, North. That could be a, a good week, know, a 2-0 and week but for yeah, Yale. Uh, a 2-0 and week for Yale is just what the doctor ordered because – they started out hot, and then they were going through tough times. Um, and, and they have like they have two of the biggest wins in the BWAC this year. They do over Richmond and over Armada. Emily uh, City at Elmont. I like the Raiders. Emily City's been hot and cold. Elmont um, has struggled at times. They've won two straight. Uh, they beat Flint Southwestern and Algonac. Not the greatest opponents, but hey. Beat Emily City at home. That that's a game though. If the right guys show up, that's going to be a really good basketball game. Yes, yes, it will because both those teams are kind of similar. Emily City six and four. I'm going to be it, happy to see. Um, I'm going to be looking for the score for this one all night long. Mooney is at Trine. He just got a big win over Bishop Foley. Don't drop a game on the road you should win. Uh, and, yeah, Shrine is struggling this year, but Shrine is like Mooney's big rival. And uh, y- you know at home they're going to play tough. So, uh, and you know you know, Mike McAndrews will be uh, probably taking some timeouts in this game to remind his team that they're supposed to be winning. Marlette's at Harbor Beach, Brown City at K-Pack, Deckerville at All Saints, Pack at Mayville, and Thomas Moore at Merritt. So that's you it. You love that matchup. Oh, yeah. Um, that's uh, that's the slate of games tonight, so going to have a lot to I wish we could for. talk more about Merritt because they're the Mustangs. Yeah. And I just like saying the Merritt Mustangs. You like that alliteration? I do. <laughs> Mustang. Anyway, um, <laughs> so anything else before we go? Um, again, no, it's a good show, and I don't want to ruin it. No, no, it is not. <laughs> so uh, Dennis is at Marine City. I'm at Armada. Should be fun. Next Wednesday, we'll have the boys' basketball draft. Uh, I believe Brendan Welper will be joining us for our third party. And I would assume the following Wednesday, we'll probably do our girls' yeah. one, too. And don't forget Monday, the uh, the polls. For the yep. uh, boys and the girls, uh, and that could get interesting. So get your hate mail ready for next week. Yes. There's going to be a lot to complain about. <laughs> I'm sure there is. Anyway, everyone, have a good weekend. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.